Factory Forge offers gym owners, fitness trainers, and nutrition coaches the tools and the know-how to attract the right members at the right price anytime they like. This podcast is about helping you answer one very important question. How can you forge a sustainable six or seven figure fitness business that transforms your community, gets amazing results for your members without sacrificing your freedom to do the things you love? If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free. So please subscribe to and leave a review of our podcast. everyone, John Swanson, and today we're going to be taking a minute to actually talk about relationships. How do we build, how do we strengthen, um, what are things that we can be doing to ensure that the relationship that we worked hard to create stays strong over time? The other thing I want to address with this uh, video is what things we can do that actually deteriorate a relationship, or what are the things that we're doing that are actually stopping the relationship from forming in the first place? Before we get started, all relationships are built off of trust, right? It's also built off of security. Do we help somebody feel more secure or are we helping them feel insecure? Every action that we take that is either directly correlated to this individual or indirectly correlated with this individual will have an effect on them. One of the books I'm reading right now uh, tells a story of a, uh, a king. And this king was uh, going to see one of his friends that worked for him. And for, for modern days, this king was uh, the accountant of, of the kingdom. And the accountant was going to throw a massive party because the king, the king was coming to visit. And he wanted to welcome this king and he wanted to show him how much he loved him. And so the king arrives and uh, is, is surprised by this massive, extremely well done, lavish party. And at the party, uh, everybody's showing their love to the king. But what they're also doing is they were showing their love to the, to the, uh, the finance, the accountant uh, of, of the kingdom, saying, oh my gosh, you throw the best parties. And it was just that, you throw the best parties. And what happened is the accountant was actually outshining the king. And because the accountant went to such levels, such extremes, to show the love, the actual king felt insecure because he was not in the limelight, right? And again, whether the king was right or wrong, the point is that the relationship now is going to have massive friction because the king feels insecure. This accountant makes me feel insecure. And what we know about relationship is when somebody makes us feel insecure, whether on purpose directly or indirectly, we will move away from them. We will do things to remove them from our lives. Whether, whether we like them or not, that insecurity is going to have us get pulled apart. And so what does the king do is a week later actually tries the friend, the accountant, for treason, spending too much money on this lavish party. And it was all because of how the king felt how he felt insecure. So when we build relationships, and today we're going to look at all your relationships in your entire history, um, I'm, I'm going to have you guys do a couple exercises to help you understand what types of things you can be doing to create security with the individuals, what things you could be doing that create insecurity. So when we take a look at relationships, um, for those of you guys that are watching the, the video version of this, uh, we're going to draw this out, and, and hopefully this makes um, some good sense uh, to give you guys uh, a, a better experience of, of understanding um, 
you know, how, how these relationships work. So uh, you guys now should be able to see my screen. And uh, relationships are essentially um, really two pieces coming together. Okay, and so you have yourself, happy little stick figure, and we have the person that we're in the relationship with. Again, this could be our, our husband, it could be our, um, our child, it could be also just a colleague in business or, or a friend. And as you can see, that this relationship here has two halves. It's, it's yourself, it's the other individual. And the gap in between here, this gap right here, is either widening, it's narrowing, or it's staying the same distance. Now, things that bring the gap, the, the relationship tighter together is how we make the other individual feel, how we make them feel more secure. Things that will widen this gap are things that we do that make them feel insecure. Again, either indirect or direct correlations. And then finally, the third action we can do is actually no action at all. We're not making them feel secure. We're not making them feel insecure, but we're not doing anything to push or pull. We're just, we're kind of floating through space. Where it gets really, really confusing is that on top of this uh, relationship right here, we also have other counterparts. These are other individuals that we're competing with for this relationship, right? Um, this could be somebody else that wants to build and strengthen the relationship. So if you think of it as maybe marriage, uh, as the relationship starts to separate, they could still be married, but somebody else is trying to penetrate that relationship, right? They're trying to get inside that circle. The way relationships stay strong is by both parties making each other feel secure. The way a relationship can falter is by two things, doing nothing, and or making that individual feel insecure. The point I wanted to get across and why I drew that out is that not only are you competing and, and working hard to establish and continue the relationship, but you're also trying to ensure that nobody else is uh, penetrating the relationship, right? You're, you're trying to protect that strength of the bond that you have with that individual. And again, we can talk about that with, with spouses. A lot of times when people, uh, you know, potentially separate. It's because at some point we stopped making each other feel secure or one of them stopped making the other person feel secure. They may have actually started to make them feel insecure. We start to separate. Now there's a gap in there and somebody else starts to make that person feel secure. That, that person, that, uh, that puzzle piece actually starts to float away from the original relationship and into the next relationship where they start to feel secure. So again, at all times, people will naturally, without knowing it, move to people that make them feel secure. So you're either somebody that makes somebody feel secure or uh, you make people feel insecure, again, either indirectly or directly. So let's take a look at how we can do it indirectly. That uh, accountant in the kingdom was actually doing it kind of indirectly, right? Throwing a massive party, trying to share a ton of love for his king, who he loved dearly but he was actually outshining the king. His light was shining brighter and indirectly that made the king feel insecure. Another way the accountant could have done that is by a direct verbal piece of communication or a look or an action to him. Now that direct communication could also make them feel insecure. The story I used that was not happening, we were using an indirect uh, insecurity.
The hard part about indirect insecurity is you have to have a really strong understanding of the other person you're in a relationship. You have to know what makes them feel secure. You also have to understand what their fears are and what's, what makes them feel insecure. Now that king is meant to be on top. It's his kingdom. He's in charge. So to outshine him in a moment threatens his kingdom. That's why he felt insecure. So as we build relationships, it takes time to be empathetic and try to understand what makes them feel secure, what could potentially make them feel insecure. Now, I want you guys to do an exercise before we hop into it. For a lot of you, you had a coach. And if you didn't have a coach, you definitely had a teacher, right? I want you to focus on and, and take a minute, grab a, grab a sheet of paper, and I want you to write down your favorite coach or your favorite teacher that you've ever had in your entire life, just one. There's one person I know right now, whether it's your fifth grade science teacher, whether it's uh, your hockey coach or your dance coach, there's one person that you look back on and they had a massive impact in your life. They actually probably changed your trajectory that you were on because of the impact they had. Write their name down. I want you to watch this video. I want you to pause it right now. And I want you to do this exercise. Write down all the characteristics or the things that they would do that made you feel secure. Okay, so pause the video, take a minute, write that individual's name down. Was it personal one-on-one -on -one meetings? Was it they were always building you up? They were giving you compliments? They were, they, were, they were giving you belief? What were the characteristics and traits or actions that that individual took that left such a lasting impression on you? Once you've finished, hit play. All right, so now we're going to do the opposite. I want you to focus on that one coach, that one teacher, that one individual that had a massive impact in your life, but for the negative right? So the negative impact would be the same exercise. What were the traits? What was the characteristics or what were the actions that made you feel immensely insecure? Okay. Think about that. What were they doing? Why did you feel so uh, insecure in that moment? What, what did you dislike? And, and the story I told when I, when I did this exercise with my team is that I grew up playing hockey. In the span of roughly four years, I had one coach uh, that I absolutely, I actually tried to quit. I was about to go to college. Um, I was playing junior hockey and this, this one coach had such a negative impact on my life that I actually walked in the room. I called up my college, future college coach said, I'm quitting. I'm done. I called my parents. I said, I don't want to play this game anymore. The game I grew up playing for 16 years, I was, I, I, I absolutely despised it. He made me hate the game. And it was those characteristics. It was his traits. It was his action that completely took the love out of me to want to do the thing that I was actually, that I loved. He, he completely took the soul away from me. That one coach, that one coach had such a negative impact on me that he almost changed my trajectory forever. And now luckily, there was something that happened along that path where I actually, I got moved and I had a different coach. And it was within days where I loved the game again. Uh, and, and he wasn't my, my favorite coach, this new coach, but he started to breathe back that heart and soul of me to love the thing I was doing. Fast forward, um, when I turned pro for the first time, I, I was sitting down with my coach and I remember sitting in there having a conversation and he didn't ask me one thing about hockey. He asked me everything about my uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, where my mindset was asked. He was asking me all these questions about my family. And there was all these traits, these characteristics and these actions when I was coached by this individual that he was my favorite coach. He was not my best coach. He was my favorite coach because of those characteristics, right? So we have two major uh, polar opposites of a positive 
person that breathes energy into me and somebody that was sucking energy out of me. And the interesting part is they were roughly a four-year span of uh, towards the end of my career. I actually loved hockey more than I'd ever loved it. And it was because that one coach, again, put me on a different path that this negative energy coach was stealing from me. So you've done the exercise. You have one coach that has a massive impact in you. You now have identified the characteristics, the traits, and the actions. But you've also done the opposite, the negative coaches, actions, characteristics, and traits. So take those out. And I, what I'd love to have you do is, is actually T-chart them. So on the left side, put all the negatives. On the right side, put all the positives. And now self-reflect on yourself. Are you showcasing more of those positive traits to the people you come in contact with? Or are you showing more of your negative traits? So once you have that power, you, you now know how to carry yourself. You now know how things might be perceived. The next thing is where it gets harder is that when we make people feel insecure indirectly. Again, that takes much more time, much more mastery, but it's now getting inside their shoes, understanding what makes them feel secure, what things could potentially make them feel insecure. So if you're coaching a member and you walk up and you say, no, 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 that's not right. I need you to do it like this. Well, what you did is you threw an insecure comment out. You're doing something wrong. I need you to do it this way. And a lot of times people could say, well, that's coaching. But did we have to phrase it that way? Did we have to throw the insecure statement out? Because now that member, every time you walk up to them, knows that the first thing you're going to say is something that they do wrong. And yeah, you might give them praise later, but it's always being matched with a level of insecurity. Why not walk up to them and say, I love the hard work that you're putting forth. Let's make these changes. Compliment, compliment. We're still getting the desired change that we want. So again, it goes back to coaching, even on the floor, off the floor, or even with our fellow team members, every comment we make has the potential to either make them feel more secure or insecure. And again, the reason why I wanted to take time and talk about this, this is a non-traditional business topic, but who cares? We know we're in the people business. And if we're really good at creating great relationships, we're going to be successful, right? Doors will open for us. Relationships and, and, and friends are easier to make because people trust us. We make them feel good. So again, I had to do the exercise today to focus on that one coach that had a massive impact in your life, the one coach that had a negative impact. And now I want you to take time and list out all the ways you could make a potential member of yours or a person that you come in contact feel insecure, especially for those of you that are watching that are fitness coaches. Um, or business owners, when you have a conversation with somebody, you go to correct them. What are ways that you could be making them feel insecure directly? Now, what are ways that you can make people feel insecure indirectly? And then finally, the next step is how can we make our members, the people we come in contact, feel secure at all times? Because we know that when we make people feel secure, they will naturally gravitate to us. We're able to build relationship. We're able to build trust. When people trust us, they feel secure. Uh, around us, they're naturally going to gravitate towards our culture and our community. So again, non-traditional topic, but I hope it's tremendously impactful for those that you come in contact with. Are you making people feel secure or are you making them feel insecure? That's up to you, the actions you take, but now you have the power, you have the knowledge, use it for good. Make people feel secure, build your culture, build your tribe, and help people reach their goals. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you heard today and you're curious to see if you would be a good fit to work with Factory Forge, 
here's what I want you to do. Go to factoryforge.com forward slash talk. Again, that's factoryforge.com forward slash talk and book an appointment to chat with our team. In 45 minutes, we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, what is the exact price you should be charging for your coaching? Number two, who's your perfect member you'd love to fill your business with? Number three, what is the exact strategy to go out and reach them? Remember this, growing and scaling your fitness business will not happen on its own. You need expert guidance to make it happen and to avoid the pitfalls along the journey. We've helped clients all over the world build six and seven figure revenues, all while still enjoying life and making a huge impact in their community. After all, that's why you started this business, right? You owe it to yourself to see if we can help you. More than that, you owe it to your business, your team, and your community. Start now and head to factoryforge.com forward slash talk. I'm John Swanson. Let's talk soon.